traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the public episode of Red Pill Tamales. How'd you hear about the show, man? It don't matter. Thanks for being here. Pull on up. It's your boy Chingo Bling, the Tamale King. Uh, this is RPT. We got Juan Perez in the building, comedian extraordinaire, uh, a.k.a. Mr. Gray Blazer, homie. Hey, hey. <laughs> uh, we have Freer, Texas coming up. Um, I'm not sure if this episode will be up uh, prior to that. Yeah, it should be. Okay. Uh, probably last show of the year, so pull up. You know somebody in the Freer, Texas area. Uh, we just recorded another episode, which was supposed to be the Normie episode, but we went so deep. That Juan was like, hey, bro, this got to be the Patreon exclusive, like, for the agents. Of I was the like, unless Thia. you want to get a strike, brother, uh, let's just, We went uh, too deep. The agents <laughs> of the go, we, went in, we went to a lot all of kinds stuff. of shit where it was like, hey, a man, lot of yeah, stuff. man, maybe we should uh, make this one more relatable to regular Yeah, regular and not, not to say y'all are dumb, <laughs> not not calling y'all dumb. Nobody said that. Uh, but Juan did say people going to be, like, halfway through, like, uh, okay, I, I'm, I'm checked out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. This is scary. This is deep. This, this is, is too scary. deep. It's too real. This I can't even believe what I, this is. This can't be true. But hey, my uh, bad. My bad. All we got to do now, man, is we just trying to like laugh at the pain of what's what's all going on around us. And let me know in the comments, like you know, I guess we're not gonna go too deep on this one. But I, I just wanted to know. I was just curious, like if you want to know our takes on like different things of like. Because we went in deep as far as like the social issues, the economic issues, and different stuff. Yeah, like, that's going to be over in the Patreon. So if y'all want to subscribe to the Patreon, just go check that out. Yeah, episodes I'll, are great. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. Patreon.com forward slash Red Pill Tamales. All right, let's get into this. Let's get into this first video, man. This right here is uh, basically calling out public schools, man, and calling them government indoctrination camps. Pretty much, check it out. So, no one trusts the government. Point being, why would you trust your kids to be educated by the government? Right. Vody Bachman said, uh, don't be surprised when you send your kids off to Caesar and they come back as Romans. Like, that's it. That's it, man. You're wondering why everyone's gone woke and is, uh, has no idea what bathroom to use anymore just if like what happened to our kids i'm like well you gave them the government for for their entire childhood you saw them at dinner and you attended their sporting events but the government raised your kids and social media helped and video games or whatever but you saw them every day but you didn't raise them you didn't log enough hours each day to counteract all the poison and time wasting and ideological propagandistic crap, bro. I mean, I'm a, I, I've already reframed mm. how I view public school and um, really school in general, bro. Honestly, yeah. like I said, some of my worst indoctrination happened at fancy private university and and high school. <laughs> yeah, you know, there might have been a little bit in my in my middle school elementary, which was public, but. But nah, I think really the most damaged I, re- I received 
was was that higher learning and the fancy and the and the higher education type of stuff and and it's real in the field man and um that's why a lot of people choose to homeschool yeah well see i want to look into homeschooling because like i want to be able to i i'd rather teach my son anyways but like i i wonder about that i'm i probably have to fight with his mom but anyways Mm -hmm. like yeah man like that's a big thing is because when you send them to school, it used to, it, it's a lot different than it used to be. When, it, when you sent them to school before, they'd have to know at least the basic, just, you know, math, science, reading, all that other stuff. But then you have some people with agendas, like uh, some teachers that are coming in and trying to teach them other shit, bring up other shit that shouldn't be even brought up. Um, and, and then you got to worry about having to deal with that. Then you got to worry about all kinds of different things. And then on top of that, who are they? Who are they speaking to to where they're coming back confused to you? And then you're having like 30 minutes and an hour at home with the kids before they got to go to bed to be like, because you're trying to work because, you know, you don't have it's inflation, you know, so yeah. you need the money. Yeah, you got to work. And so like you only have like an hour with your kids. And you ain't got trying, time to deprogram them. Yeah, it's like, well, oh, you're having what kind of issues? Okay, well, you know, you try to give them the best advice you could and it just doesn't work out. Like like my my son was um, just, just something personal. But my son was uh, was struggling with some stuff at school, like communicating with kids. And they kept telling him for years, like, they kept telling him for years, like, well, just ignore them. Just ignore the kids. He talked to me one time, and I was like, no, 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 no. Don't ignore the kids, because then they're going to look at you even weirder. Like, literally, go talk to them and just tell them, like, what's on your mind. Like, literally confront it. Not in a bad way. Just be like, hey, it's a miscommunication. I'm, I thought we were doing this and this would happen. And so he explained it and situation fixed where in the past it's been like, well, just ignore them. They're being, they're being mean to you or whatever it is. And then there's no communication happening and then nothing gets resolved. Like that's literally like stupid shit they're teaching us. That's just one example. But like that's literally a, a real life example that happened with me. So like – like those are the different things where it's like, okay, maybe maybe my son's not good at school, or maybe maybe the kids nowadays aren't good at school because you don't know what else they're teaching them. It could be small things. Like they could be teaching them the stuff in the books, but then what else are they teaching them outside of that? Like socially, like what are they doing with the kids? Where are they? You uh, know, yeah. how to be victims? Or- yeah, are they are they going outside to play? Are they getting enough exercise? What's the shit they're feeding them now? Like all kinds of stuff. Dude. Well, there's yeah, like yeah, like you just finished saying there. You would need a week's worth of episodes just to break down all the potential risks yeah. of what your kid could potentially encounter as you hand them off to the government free school. Um, you know, of course, there are good public school teachers out there that don't stray from the curriculum and they really care and they sacrifice and they pull money out of their own pocket because they're not funded and they're not getting paid enough. And they really want to make sure that the kids are ready and excelling and really learning and ready to move on. But then you get on libs of TikTok. And, and then you also get a lot of fucking dumbass teachers too, because I remember whenever I was going to school for teaching, I would run into a lot of people, like a lot of people in colleges at the time trying to become a teacher and their main driving motivational factor. You know what it was? What? Well, we get summers off and we I thought get time say, off. I thought you was going to say a crash of 300. Like, no, <laughs> we get, we get summers off. You know, we get we get uh-huh. some time vacation, you know, and we get it's decent pay. And that was like their driving their driving factor Shit. was who don't like summers off. <laughs> but, you know, there's also work stuff you got to do. But their whole thing was like, I get summers off and it's a higher pay and it's a degree. Well, yeah, let's do it. 
And that was like a driving factor for a lot of people I know that even went to school to do that. So it's like, if that was, if literally if they got their teaching degrees and actually went on to be teachers, are they good teachers? Did they become good teachers or did they just like resent the job? Is it just like a paycheck to them now? Or is it actually, no, I want to make a difference because there's differences. Yeah. In other words, like the system isn't set up to uh, incentivize the best of the best in our society. No offense to the teachers, but it's not like, you know, it's not like uh, it's set up to good pay to where you're able to get like the best possible product. Right. We too busy sending our money to other countries and stupid shit like that. But uh, but hey, uh, you know, you know, I'm sure your kid could survive and come out unscathed from public school. Um, you know, so that's what we pray everybody does. <laughs> um, man, this next clip right here, bro, this this one here hit close to home because I have nothing but daughters. And uh, this clip right here is about do you raise your daughters to be independent women? Or not. You want to raise your daughters to be grown, independent women. No. Unless you want her to be single or divorced. She's supposed to be a helper. And she's supposed to be one with her husband. It says in the Bible that a, a son takes a wife. He leaves his mother and father and takes a wife. It says that a daughter is given in marriage. You know what that means? Her dad's still involved. My goal with my daughters was to make them strong, but not independent. What's the difference? An independent woman is not fit to be a wife. That's why they're single and divorced or marrying guys that are less than that they can then mother. My goal with my daughters was not to make them independent, but strong. My daughters, very strong. My wife, very strong. Strength is not a problem. Independence is. This was a tricky one. Um, I see where he's coming from. I kind of see. But the wording is is so like, I got to wrap my brain around. like Because... You know, we try our best to make sure that the girls are independent, meaning you don't want to have to have mommy and daddy hold your hand throughout life. Next thing you know, you're 30, you're grown, and you need your mommy and daddy to do everything for you. Like, you helicopter parent, you know what I mean? And you're trying to take away all adversity. So that's why I feel like independence is good. Maybe he's trying to talk about, like, the other kind of independent, like the I don't need no man, that kind of. No, I think it's just very straightforward with it. I th- like my takeaway from it is, and I think, <clears throat> okay, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to say this because it's a hammer breakdown. People gonna people gonna look at me like I'm fucking nuts, but whatever. Uh, they probably okay. already do, bro. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. You know, I'm, I'm one C four down. You know, I'm not two C fours in right now. Yeah, so I'm just sweating a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. It's a little hot in this bitch. Uh, so basically, what he's breaking down is you gotta. The concept of independence for women is like a very United States thing. Okay. It's very new concept and everything else. And y'all can take it however y'all want. I'm just breaking it down for you. But the concept of that he's probably talking about because he has daughters too is he's probably like, oh no, as long as, you know, before my daughters move on to find the guy that they're dating or whatever, He's overseeing it. You know what I mean? Like he's, they're living in his house. He's taking care of him. He's providing for him. And, and other countries do this too, where the women stay at home, like most of their lives until they find a man or their, or, or the, some of the men too. Like there's, Mexicans, it, it, yeah, look at, look Mexicans. at Khabib. Khabib stayed at home and lived at home for forever. Like that's a UFC, uh, champ. And he would stay at home. It's a very, it's a very, uh, Arab thing where they are, um, what is he? 
is Russian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I um, know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, but like they they stay at home until they're ready to go off like and do the, something yeah. so that they can focus on the things they're trying to achieve. This whole independence and I can do it myself and I could, you know, I'm out when I'm 18 and I'm doing all this. Stuff, that's yeah. like a very United States Western thing. So take this with like, if you're going to raise your kids and if you're going to want the best for your kids, other countries will set their kids up for success because by the time they move out, they're overseeing. Like, I thought you had to do this while kids were in high school and while their kids like having them date and stuff to kind of oversee it and be like, you okay? Okay. You're dealing with a breakup right now. Let me help you with that. And that way they can get through it. Not just I'm moving out on my own. You never dated. Then you go to date. And then all of a sudden you have to deal with working school, uh, you know, whatever direction you go and then have to deal with a breakup the first time and all this other stuff. Like that's something that you would, that America is just like, figure it out. You'll do it. While other countries, it's like, even outside of that, they, they stay home for longer than just when they're 18 and they date and date and then figure out, you know, or, or they're married off to somebody, depending on like how the, their culture is to where they, they like unionize, like, Oh, your family's merging with my family. Cool. Let's figure it out. And then they kind of walk them through that process of let's, how are we going to fund the wedding? Okay. Your dad funds it and we do this and let's make sure they get a house and let's get them all set up so that we can make sure and oversee that marriage. You know what I mean? Like there's certain things to that. So when he's talking about this, He's literally talking about to work with the like he's very pro marriage here. Like if you're looking at it, you're you're looking at it from the perspective of like, no, I, marriage is the goal. She, the marriage is the goal, yeah. not independence and being on your own and you don't need no man and same thing with men. You don't need no woman, blah 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's how this is being that's the context of this yeah, whole yeah. breakdown. Well, that's important. And uh, I <clears> wonder <throat> culturally in the West, like in the US, like you just finished saying who helped really usher that in? Was it like the feminist movement, you'd say? Or you think it's like like nefarious factors, like saying, like, how could we dilute and create more moral decay and and disrupt the, the or, family? Or feminist could have been the fucking the, the nefarious thing. You could think of it however you want. I mean, want. yeah, feminism has been used yeah. definitely as a tool. Yeah, but like it's just one of those things where where this independent and I can do this and scraps and stuff, you can only get so far. Like, you don't even get so far by yourself. You you can say, you know, I'm an independent man or I'm an independent woman. The the, the point is, like, men and women need each other at the, at the end of the day uh, for different things. And so when you start to break it up and you have these devices things on, you know, social media of like men versus women all over again, it's, it's stupid because at the end of the day, we do need each other for different things. You know what I mean? And, and so in, in a sense, when, when you're breaking this down, like even if you were independent woman and you were well off, and even if you were an independent man and you were well off, there's only so much status you can get. There's only there's only so high you can go by yourself. Have you ever heard the term uh, <clears throat> dink? No, man, I, I don't even know what the acronym stands for. But like, it basically means something about like, um, like dog, like dog owner, no kids, or some something like that. It's like single, liberal, like just picture like Taylor Swift, like no no kids you know um like dog independent like you like you're just a pet mom and i'm i love my freedom like i'm you know i'm i'm 40 no kids no husband and but guess what i had sushi 
for dinner and I watched Netflix and I got drunk on wine and I woke up late and I went and had a spontaneous brunch and I'm free and I'm independent. I'm it's like, yeah, but you're missing out on a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. But society is telling you like, no, this is good. You're empowered. You're independent woman. You're a career woman. And it's like, bitch, you miserable and you on antidepressants. Yeah. I mean, and then at the end of the day, like you look at what that implies, it's like, okay, even if you could get to that and you are that strong of a woman or you're that strong of a man to be independent and get a certain amount of status, like what are you going to have to show for it at the exactly. end? Because I mean, what did you build? You built like a company? That's dope. But you probably help people. That's great too. But like for you, like, is it your ultimate happiness? It's like, is that something that you're really wanting? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't say to be like prescribed to either, either one, but I think closing off yourself or closing off the idea of, of not like growing with somebody to create something else is, is like, that's the end goal. Like if your end goal is just like, I'm going to build this company and make it the best ever. It's like, okay, well when you die, uh, your company can be sold off or it might fail or it might just deteriorate. And that's what like, you were okay with. Like, it was so finite. Like what's your legacy and, and who's going to take care of you when you're old. <clears throat> yeah. Um, kids, man, kid raising kids is tough, especially when it comes to like getting them to not want McDonald's and things like that. Um, <laughs> Good segue. Did you know? <laughs> did you know that these fries at McDonald's are a certain way? And did you know this about these damn fries? People absolutely shocked. Essentially, it's been revealed that all of the chain's fries are sprayed with an incredibly toxic pesticide that's so harmful that the fries cannot be safely consumed until six weeks post-spray. This investigation dug deeper and revealed this fact after the french fries sold by McDonald's were found to contain substances that can cause cancer and even brain damage in a discovery that came to light just recently. The man behind this revelation is none other than Michael Pollan, who is a journalist, author, professor, and activist who works at the UC Berkeley Graduate School of Journalism. To better understand what goes into these fries, he's explained exactly how McDonald's fries are made. To begin with, McDonald's only uses a very specific kind of potato in order to make their fries. This potato is known as the Russet Burbank potato, and they have a very thin, uniquely long shape that's responsible for creating the appearance of McDonald's fries we recognize. They're quite difficult to grow, which is exactly why these pesticides have to be used in the first place. Essentially, Russet Burbank potatoes often grow with a certain defect that's known as net necrosis. You may have seen it yourself in other potatoes, where small spots or brown lines are visible. McDonald's is simply not interested in these defective potatoes, even though these blemishes won't actually cause any harm to consumers. They're merely aphids, and they're far from dangerous. Unfortunately, McDonald's doesn't accept this explanation, but there's only one way to completely prevent net necrosis by destroying aphids. The only way to do that is with Monitor, a kind of pesticide that's almost ridiculously toxic, to the point where farmers who use the pesticide will not go into their fields for a whole five days once they've used the chemical. The worst part? These pesticides don't fade away very quickly. After the potatoes are harvested, farmers have to store them in gigantic sheds with atmosphere control, because the potatoes simply cannot be eaten for the next six weeks. They have to be carefully off-gassed to get rid of these poisonous chemicals. Monitor, which is also known by its other name, Methamidophos, comes with its share of shocking side effects. 
There have also been many cases of poisoning as a result of monitor exposure, often recorded in farmers and workers who use the chemical or in those who eat foods that haven't been properly cleansed of it. The symptoms of poisoning from this pesticide are pretty nasty. <clears throat> Boy, America's food supply is poisoned. Um, that's why when you see those... But it's all over the world. Those McDonald's fries. Any McDonald's. And other countries allow that? They allow all these chemicals and pesticides and... I'm pretty sure they gas and all this stuff. Um, that's why when you see old pictures of like, like Americans in the 80s and like just... Going back a couple of decades and like everybody's like real slim and slender. Like there's like these old pictures of like, you know, 1940 San Francisco and, you know, wherever New York City. And everyone's all like, like there ain't no fat people in none of these old photos, like the beach and everything else. And it just makes you wonder, like, is it pesticides and chemicals in the grains? Is it all like the GMO? Is it the food pyramid? Is, is everything just poisoned on purpose? Uh, I think so. Like, uh, think about it. When they have to, uh, have you ever seen where they kind of break down like Doritos and different like certain snacks and stuff that they made? You're saying how many chemicals? <clears throat> You're right, and they're highly addictive. Yeah. Same thing with like think about your Chick Fil A chicken. Mm -hmm. Think about your your uh, McDonald's chicken. The, think about Popeye's chicken. How many chemicals? If it's just more than just the original. <laughs> if it's more than just the original uh what do you call it if it's just the like the original like oh it's got four ingredients this is how you yeah. do it you debone the chicken and you yeah. put like this flavor on it and that's it it's yeah. four you four get ingredients you get now it's like chicken 50 80 60 chemicals on it that are highly addictive that hit different parts of your brain that makes you think like, oh my god this is great yeah, for profit that hit certain that hit certain taste buds that just like trigger of like Yo, this is nuts, dude. Like, if you got companies that are that invested to, like, how can we get them addicted to our shit? Profits. Yeah. It's like, yeah, of course they've been poisoning us for years. And now, like, just think about what the, what this impl implies about these, these, these potatoes, just from a business perspective. Oh, McDonald's will pay us this much as a farmer, but they don't want any blemishes. And if, oh, okay, well, how can we do that with, and maximize like our our sales to them. Well, you know what we could do to fix these blemishes? We could put these chemicals and it stops anything. Oh, okay. And I bet you it might have started off of just like, oh, that's not gonna kill people. Like that's not gonna fuck them up over time. They didn't think about that probably. But do you think McDonald's is well aware? Because the, the way you just described it, it sounds like we put more of the blame on that that uh farmer who is trying to make a dollar by selling these potatoes so that to McDonald's so they can turn them into uh, French fries. I'm sure that's how it started. And I'm sure because, because at the end of the day, who's to say McDonald's doesn't have their own farmland. Like, you know what I mean? At some point I think they do. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. So McDonald's like a, a big chain at, at some point is going to have to mass produce shit. And I'm sure like when they started getting more franchises and stuff like that, they're like, Oh, we could just farm our own shit. Well, okay, this is what we need to do. So it could just be McDonald's doing it. Bro, I used to eat hella McDonald's as a kid, bro. Yeah, but that was back whenever, before it was probably like all fucking chemical out. Man, you remember the, uh, I think it was called Mug BLT. I think it was called. Like, do you remember when the burgers at McDonald's would come in this, uh, where it was like two sides? Mm -hmm. You might be too young. Where it's like two sides. I think it was called like Mug BLT Deluxe or some shit, but like it would open up. And you would like put it together. 
So in other words, your patty and your lettuce and your tomato wouldn't be on the same you'd put together. No, too young. Let me know in the comments. My bad, dog. <laughs> yeah, no, but but I'm but it, it's it's a testament to what you just said. Meaning, like back then, it, the food supply, like maybe how they uh, their methods of of how they were making these burgers, dude. But think about it too, because uh, I could even bring up another another brand too. Think about Whataburger. Mm-hmm. Whataburger when they when they were originally owned by the own, and I can say this because I used to work there. But like they their shit was always fresh. Like mm-hmm. we get boxes and st- shit coming and they weren't frozen patties and stuff they were just all right they had their own like cow like pasture cow meat and so the burgers always tasted great then a company comes in what was it from illinois or something chicago, and, yeah. chicago and they bought it and then the food hasn't tasted the same like the food just tastes like shittier and it could be because they're not using those cows anymore they're probably using some cheap ass cows and still making profit and which is why a lot of people were like man this doesn't taste the same and blah 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 mm-hmm. it's because another organization came in and yeah. took it over and how do you maximize profit and you know minimize cost like those are business moves that don't, that don't necessarily translate to quality you know what yeah. i mean and so there's a lot of corners cut when that happens and then the people suffer from it just like right now with like yeah, your fries like they look golden as fuck, but that's that comes had a pesticide problem cause. You know what I mean? <clears throat> my five year old the other day, she was like, "Well, my friend eats McDonald's. Why can't I have McDonald's?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm not your friend's parent, number one." And I think I told this story on a past episode, but like, I just told her like, "You got to take care of yourself, and that stuff's not good." And you know, my job as a parent is make sure you're healthy and you're not sick. And we don't got to take you to the doctor. And ahorita no hay doctor. You know what I'm saying? And um, and I told her, like, uh, you know, you have a pancreas, and if you eat too much sugar and sodas and all that, yeah, that's what it was. And then she was like, and what about soda? My friend, they let her have a soda, da 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 I was like, well, you know, you have this thing called a pancreas, and if you hurt it by drink, you know, drinking too much sodas, I can't go get you another pancreas. I can't tell another kid to give you their pancreas. There's not a pancreas store. You just got the one God gave you. And you got to take care of it. And she's like, okay. That's a good segue to this next video. Like, this, I think every parent should watch this because it's very, it's very real. And it's it's like, I think if parents could just get out of like, I don't want to have a headache. And I don't want to have this tough conversation with the kids and right. blah, 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 blah. You're not realizing this is what happens. Good job, Jim. You got an A+. Plus. Wow, do not watch that video while you on shrooms or <laughs> Bro, I watched that video and I, I was like, fuck, dude, like just you know what I mean like you started looking at some Rhonda Patrick. <laughs> no, yeah, but like, it's just like, it's it's almost like not fair in a, in a way where it's like the cheapest, shittiest food that we give our kids that's highly addictive 
it's it's available it's made available to people that can't afford like a lot of stuff so like the luxury of going out is like buy this fast food for my kid and you know and then that's the thing that like remedy oh they like fries oh that's dope and so you as a parent not thinking long term are just like bro here like oh hell yeah fucking fries 90 cents fuck yeah dude like save money and blah 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 like that's that easy little right. fix drive through it's convenient drive through give them some fries get them from like crying on the ride over to heb or whatever the fuck guilty as charged or or when you go to like uh, a walmart or something they got the fucking heb or what is it mcdonald's up in the front you buy fries for the kid to survive the no, I don't the, the as a kid i would, they gave me some of the like even other kids too like i've seen it You'll go get As the fries. As a kid, we had Kmart. Get, get the get the fries. Go through Walmart, and they're eating the fries. As as their parents are shopping and shit, just so that the kids will stay like pacified. Yeah, and now it's like here's a tablet and here's some fries, and you're yeah. literally while oh, they're shopping. We uh we like misplaced one of the kids' tablets, and it was like a blessing because it was just like okay, well you gonna have to get creative. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> like it was um an easy way to like. We need to pick up them damn tablets. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they need to get put. Like, hey, what what's tablet time? Or like, what did you tell? Does the sitter know the rules? Or like, what's the schedule to keep them entertained so that they don't hop on that thing? And it, you know, like, so when are they allowed tablet time? It was so much easier to be like, it's missing. Our daddy hasn't had a chance to look for it. Like, yeah, you know, I I think this is just like I I think for if you take in this information like. Just being mindful enough to be like, man, maybe I don't give them just that bullshit because it does lead to, oh, they're getting heavier and, oh, this is happening. Like, just look at what you're doing to your kids, like, in the long run. Like, I, I, I look at this stuff and I'm like, damn, okay, I got to do this for my son. Like, I'm trying to, like, learn this stuff so that I could myself, like, apply it to my son. Like, okay, well, how could I help him with this? Because, like, he loves, like, like Chick-fil-A and shit like that. Like, he traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Loves different things where it's like fast food shit but it's like okay well let's try to dial things down and you know get you off of some of this stuff and really Make try to figure out what the options to, yeah because it's like i you know to a lot of parents credit too like they didn't know either like i didn't know some of this stuff so like watching that is kind of snaps me back to reality of like yeah long term dude that is that is like what we're doing ultimately and the same thing for me like shit, i'm like i'm a heavy dude so it's like me being brought up as like a heavy kid because of all the food they would feed me before now understanding oh so as I was a little kid you, you was always a yeah dude i was always in the kitchen with my grandma you know how much manteca and shit my grandma would put inside of all kinds of like so you saying you big boned like like as a child were you always like a husky kid no i was or? thin all the way up to about third grade fifth no i think it was about third grade when i started putting on weight and then the weight just kept coming on and then yeah and i had a lot of weight like thin, like a thin little first grader, like a like a skinny little first. Yeah, grader. it was just like a normal, just mm-hmm. thin kid. It wasn't like I wasn't like a big. I was tall, um, and then and I, I was tall for my age group. And then at three, at, at third grade, is whenever I started putting on weight. 
And it was like, oh, I started becoming husky and shit. And then that's whenever it got worse. You know, like, and I was just walking down the street, and then Sandra Bullock was like, hey, you want to play football? And then she <laughs> took me in. <laughs> the, the, the blind side, carnal. The, the Latino version. <laughs> Eva Longoria presents. Eva Longoria as Sandra Bullock. And then there's a press release. Well, that story didn't really happen. <laughs> Well, yeah, that dude is like suing those parents. Those yeah, yeah, because yeah, it didn't happen like that. They did like a conservative shit. Is that what they did? Mm, what the fuck? Nah, I heard. I heard he wasn't uh, suing I them. I heard he wasn't suing them over like, hey, that's inaccurate. That's not how it happened. Mm. You know, I heard the lawsuit was, hey, y'all kept my money. Mm. Like y'all, y'all, y'all had me. Like, yeah, y'all were there, and I lived in y'all's house, but y'all fucking took took management and like just took over like on some conservative shit and we're like no we got to get repaid first type of thing mm. you're gonna get your cut when you can mm. when we say type of thing uh, and i guess that part was left out of the movie right because it's a movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow son but hey sandra bullock made her money she ain't tripping i like how you segue out of like people the kids health and shit straight to like Conservative shit <laughs> <laughs> called you uh, blindside. Yeah, yeah, you just called me a linebacker. You called me black. <laughs> Damn, yeah, <huh>? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah. One one big takeaway I saw in that video was was this. The other day, Penny got a belt promotion right in jujitsu. So mm-hmm. she she got a whole new belt. Boom, she yellow white. Mm-hmm. And Michelle, uh, you know the gym on, the gym owner. Um, she she does a really good job of like talking to the parents when it's those uh, ceremonies and just saying like, Hey guys, like whether it's a tournament, like this is, you know, let them have fun. This isn't a reflection of you. Like in other words, like a good way to reframe the whole thing. And her, her main point at that belt ceremony was like, you know, there's a bare minimum of amount of classes that your kids can come to, to where they're actually going to like get into a groove and start to pick it up. And sometimes they're going to say, I'm tired. And we hear it all the time. Like, oh, well, he wants to take a break. And she was basically saying, like, look, you're the parent. They don't know what's best for them. And, you know, just letting you know, like, if they come twice a week, that's going to be good for them. You know what I mean? If you start falling, if you start letting them call the shots, talking about I need a break and this and that. And she's and then she just told us, like, how how like she raised her three kids and um you know, like her rules, basically. And just really just re- reinforcing to the parents, like, hey, discipline's important and you got to set the rules and you got, and like they live in your house and you got to kind of like tell them like, no, you're playing a sport. Like you're having an activity. You're doing a thing. You're going to learn. I, I think I think the way I'm looking at things now, like from this generation, especially like parenting, marriage, and like parents with kids, like I don't think there's enough people being present. I think... If you break down some of that, it's like, like, I don't know how many of y'all have gone through breakups or divorces or whatever it is, but like there, like I had a divorce where we became almost like roommates, like where it was, it was like we were together for so long. And then eventually we started drifting apart and it became almost like roommates. Right. And then we just didn't work out. That shit can happen even with your kids. Like, just because you are in a house with a family with kids and a spouse and stuff like that doesn't mean you can grow apart. But think about all the distractions you have now. Like, your kids could go to your their room, play computer, be on TV. There's so many distractions right now that are literally keeping that bond from building. That's why you see a lot of poor houses 
have a bigger bonds because there's nothing else to do most of the time. So a lot of that's being lost on like the more availability to technology, to different things and busy schedules and stuff to the point where it's like, maybe the focus needs to be like, when you do go home, trying to carve out time, whether it's a strong 30 minutes, a strong hour of like, all right, undivided attention, undivided attention here. So we can, I could at least communicate with my kid or I can at least communicate with my spouse so that we can like build something because you think about an hour a day or 30 minutes a day, it's not really much, but over time, every single day, it could, uh, it could acquire, like it could build into something, but starting somewhere like that is better than just doing what you keep doing and going home and decompressing by drinking or watching TV or doing all this other stuff and not like really giving some, weed, like not giving somebody like the full attention, like, that 30 minutes an hour full attention is very big to just yeah babe uh-huh oh yeah oh did you see this see no, this tiktok no. video i got to reply yeah, to this look, thing look at this i'm and dropping a music look, video tonight out. look look you just took this out dropping a music video and tonight same thing babe. for the kids like something for the kids because that's the one thing i'm picked up from talking to my son right now is like r- really getting involved in like what he's in as far as like he loves it. traffic jams tailgating pileups Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute anime and i like anime too so like i'll ask him hey what are you watching okay cool and i'll watch it too so that when i do talk to him and i need to relate something very intricate like it could be like uh like a life lesson or something i can literally say hey man you know like on that cartoon like you you know on the anime whenever that character did this that's what this is so like think about this is your this is your boat and you're you're this character and if this can and i can communicate in a way where he's like oh but i had to take time out of myself to like understand his language as far as like okay what are you into okay let me figure out how i could communicate this so that you understand what the fuck i'm saying and then we can kind of and he's very like communicate uh community like he communicates really well with me so like we're just back and forth that way but how many of y'all can do that with your kids right now? How many of y'all even know what some of your kids are into? Like, that's that's what it's like. Man, bro, what headspace are you calling out the listeners, bro? I don't give a fuck. Like, it's just what it is. I, and it's like a real problem in, in our society. He's like, like I'm, a better dad. I'm a better dad than y'all. How about nah, that? I'm not saying that. Catch me outside. But dude, if I was a better dad, I'd still be married. You know what I mean? Like, like Yeah, but that's different. That ain't got nothing to do with your parenting it, but, skills. But it kind of, <laughs> there are some things I could have done in that. Like, there's different things. Like, we we could talk about that all, all day. But like, like, the problem, she was there. <laughs> she was still in this. But there's, there's just different things. I'm just saying, like, y'all, we should really start thinking about this stuff. And let's say you're not doing it now. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It's just making you aware to like, oh, shit, there might be a problem. Okay, let me see if there's a problem. Try to talk to your kid. If you can't stand them for like 30 minutes, there's a problem. So maybe figure out like how to get into that space with them. Same thing with your your spouse. If y'all can't communicate for more than an hour or 30 minutes, there's a problem. So like y'all have to figure that shit out so y'all can communicate better. Like there's a bunch of shit. I wonder how common it is for like for like um, co-parenting situations, you know, baby mama, baby daddy situation where the kids back and forth. 
for like, for example, for the dad not to have the child, but also for the dad to have a better uh, connection and communication with the child who they don't have all the time. How common you think that is? Does that make sense? Was that complicated as fuck? Kind of. What do you, what do so you basically mean? like, all right, you, you got a, a ex, you got a baby mama mm-hmm. and you got a dude, the dad, baby daddy. Now the ex, the baby mama has custody of the child, right? So the dad still gets the child from time to time, right? Just, they don't live with them 24 seven. Is the the situation where the dad actually via, you know, FaceTime, phone, text, whatever, is more in tune in terms of like, well, yeah, the child didn't tell you about the rash or like, wait, your mom hasn't bought you the thing or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know that he likes to watch X, Y, Z. And and why didn't you explain to him that it's harder? It's harder. No, I'm saying how 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 common do you think it is for? It's not common. So in other words, nine times out of 10, in cases where the mom has custody, the mom tends to have a better... Yes. What if the mom's always on the phone and ain't really... It doesn't just, matter. Like they have... Even if they neglect Because them. the thing is, dude, I you know how hard I struggle trying to even get to this point with my son to be able to communicate like that? You know how hard it is to talk to your son through fucking FaceTime? It's fucking hard. And when we started doing FaceTime, but like even talking to them on the phone and having to talk to them on the phone all the time... It's fucking hard. Different. How? For because who? you're communicating with. Try being on the phone with a five year old for for more than thirty minutes to an hour, just trying to make up time and try to understand who they are. There's not a lot you could talk to. I mean, I Facetime my fifteen year old daughter, right? But like, that's fifteen. Like, you built a bond with them at some point. I'm saying they're five or they're they're six, and you're having to how the fuck? Oh yeah, that is like true. you're here trying to talk to a five year old. How many things can you talk about with them? And then, how's your day? There's only so many times you can ask him, how's your day? Yeah. How's your day? Oh, what'd you so learn at hard. school, Papa? And so every what'd time. you learn at school, Papa? Every time you, every time you talk to them, Nothing. you're trying to build a block of, and it's so impersonal to them, and they're so young. I'm just like, okay. Yeah, they want to go play. They, yeah, they, dude, they don't you. give a fuck. <laughs> it's fucking hard. <clears throat> well, yo, uh, hey, we still went a little bit deep, man. Uh, we hope y'all enjoyed this episode <laughs> this the, this the public episode for real for real for real all for the episodes real. gonna be patreon no, i'm just kidding yeah. <laughs> for real for real nah we didn't go we played too much we didn't go all world economic <laughs> yeah, forum on uh we didn't say the, the water turning the frogs gay <laughs> we didn't we didn't we didn't do that on this episode yeah. but hey we really appreciate the convo man we feel like y'all are here with us and even though shit y'all can't talk to us uh right now it's us talking to each other but man talk to us in the comments man holla at us on the discord chat you know how you can sign up. Hit it up. Patreon.com. Share with a friend. Yeah, yeah. Patreon.com forward slash Red Pill Tamales. Share the clips with a friend. Let them know what we got going on, man. RPT. We'll see you at a show near you. That's, that's, that. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.